Welcome to the Inside Out Style Podcast with Imogen Lamport, your scientist of style. Each episode, you'll get real-world style advice for women of every size, shape, and age. And now, here's Imogen. Hi, it's Imogen Lamport from Inside Out Style coming to answer your colour and style questions. The first one in my lucky dip today comes from Teresa, who said... I'd love you to teach me to combine my style ideas, how to be dressed practically and attractively, comfortably, as well as looking good, and how to make my outfit interesting but not crazy, how to look vibrant but not aggressive. It seems a little impossible um, because they're a little bit juxtaposed. So when we think about how do I get practically and attractively, so practical doesn't have to mean it's not un it's unattractive. And I think this is where we often think that comfortable can't be stylish and practical practical can't be attractive. I do not see those things as mutually exclusive um, and hopefully you don't either. Uh, so when we think about, well, what makes a garment comfortable? And for each of us, we have to figure out what comfortable means. So what does comfortable mean for you? Does it mean that it's physically comfortable, that you can move really easily? So that just means maybe you need some stretch um, in your outfits or that they are a looser cut rather than being really tight fitting. Uh, does comfortable mean that it feels like you because there is mental comfort as well as physical comfort? Uh, so this is where we need to define what does you mean? What do you know? Who are you and what does you, you mean? And in how do we express that in an outfit? And this comes down to personality. And that's something that I teach inside my seven steps to style program. And so when we think about what does comfortable mean? So that's the first thing we want to identify. And then we also want to identify is what does attractive mean to you? Because everybody has different versions of attractive and your version may be different from somebody else's. So this is where you can use tools like Pinterest to help you find what attractive is to you. Look through, you know, Instagram, all sorts of places to go. Well, what do I find visually attractive? What do I think is an attractive outfit? So then is when I'm looking at what is an attractive outfit to me, can it be comfortable as well? Like, can it be, you know, made from stretchy fabrics? Uh, can it be a fit that is comfortable? Uh, like all those sorts of things. Is it me? Is it that version of me? So that is part of the answer to this question. Uh, and what is practical to you? I mean, that's the other thing is practical means different things to different people. Now, if you are painting the outside of a house, the clothes you need are very different from if you are sitting at a desk in an office. <laughs> so, of course, this also is something you have to work out. What is practical? What are you actually doing? And you will need different sorts of clothes for different aspects of your lifestyle. Uh, but we don't have to spend our entire time, unless we are a house painter or unless we are a gardener, when, of course, we're going to spend more time in outdoor clothes. But even then, say you're a gardener, you spend a lot of time outdoors, the clothes have to be really comfortable, doesn't mean they can't be attractive. So you might be wearing, you know, some sort of pair of, you know, stretchy jeans, say, or some sort of pants. Um, and But, you know, they can be well-fitting. They don't have to be saggy baggy and and worn out. And then if you're wearing, say, a T-shirt with that, well, that T-shirt could be maybe in a pattern that you love. It doesn't have to be plain, boring and sloppy and baggy. So it's thinking about when we're making those decisions, a T-shirt's a T-shirt's a T-shirt, but there are many different versions of it. So, you know, what kind of T-shirt is it? Is it a nicer T-shirt or is it a ugly T-shirt? So this is where we want to think about that what makes something attractive? Has it got a neckline that's good for you or is it a neckline that really, you know, doesn't work for you? So all those things we need to figure out for ourselves. 
And how about interesting but not crazy? So this says to me, and vibrant but not aggressive. So this says to me, we want to add something extra in. So this is also where you might look at outfits, go onto Pinterest, and look at what you might call vibrant outfits and what you might call aggressive outfits, for example, and decide where is that line, because that is something that you know, you can figure out for yourself. And it's it's something that's very personal because one person's over the top is somebody else's really bland. Um, and, and that's something that's really fascinating to do with style. So it is that sort of thing to figure out, well, what makes something interesting for you? And then how can you add that interest in? Maybe it's looking for prints and patterns instead of solid or plain colors. Maybe it's going for colors over neutrals. Maybe it's adding one or two colors. Maybe it's adding an accessory. There's so many ways of doing this, but without you actually figuring out your style, who you are, how you want to be perceived, what actually really works for you, it's very hard to do this. And that's why my passion is in life is to help women define and find their style, you know, and get that education in style because style is a science as well as an art. And so you can learn and you can understand what really works for you. And then you can apply that to you and your wardrobe. The next question today comes from Kim, who says, I compare myself too much to others and I'm tempted to follow trends. Even they don't fit my lifestyle or body type, how can I be confident that my clothing choices are truly what looks best on me and so eliminate outfit fails? So this is where that influenced wardrobe is such a potential pitfall that when you are looking outside of yourself uh, to for your style and comparing yourself to others and comparison is so toxic on the whole uh, that this is when it's very easy to go wrong and waste a lot of money on the wrong clothes so this is where you know we all have a drive for variety so there's there's some core drivers that we all have and one of these drivers is variety and interesting the other one is stability <laughs> And usually when we are bored, we start looking for variety. And this is often where we, uh, you know, start, we want to buy something new potentially and put it in our wardrobe. So we look at new fashion trends. We look at what other people are wearing. And we think, oh, maybe I can have a piece of that. And we bring it in. Whether or not we've assessed whether or not that variety actually works for us. Now, at any one time, there are lots of different fashion trends. And the thing to do is actually to look around at them all. If you want something new, if that variety need is driving you to bring in something new, to actually look around and say, which is the best trends for me out of all the current trends? And you can do lots of searches online of what are the current fashion trends. Look around and go, which ones are me and which ones are not? And then ignore all the ones that are not because then you know that they are not you. They're not good for your body. And this is where getting that style education, again, makes the biggest difference. I mean, honestly, the question I could answer every single question with I ever get with get an education in style. That is, in the end, the answer uh, because everything comes down to understanding your personality so why something is you and not somebody else and why you can appreciate an outfit on somebody else and this is the thing i can go on instagram and appreciate outfits on other people doesn't mean they are going to be good on me so when we have that style education what that does is allows us to know why we're saying no if you don't know why you should say no to something then it's very easy to get to think potentially that, oh, maybe that's the magical item that's going to make my outfits all sing and make me look really stylish. So I think this is the thing is getting that style education, creating your own style recipe that 
you use as a touchstone so that you just go, I just don't buy things that don't fit into my style recipe. And so when I look at somebody else's outfit and I start comparing, I can go, that's great for them, but it's not me. And I think that having that style recipe makes a big difference. Having that color palette that you know works for you means that when you've seen the difference, and this is something I love doing in my color analysis. So when I'm doing them in person, one of the things I do an awful lot of is, uh, is like helping people see, you know, for the majority of people, why black is not a great color to wear, how it's really not doing them any favors, and also how the colors that aren't, don't work for them, how it makes them look, you know, sallow and or washed out or sick or tired or, you know, kind of drab, all those sorts of things. The wrong colors don't make us look good. And so when we have seen that, it's very easy to say no to those colors that we know are not us just because they're in fashion and somebody else is wearing them. We can go, that's great. That's great for them. It works for them, but it's not for me. So the more we know what is me and what is my style, the easier it is to stop comparing. We can appreciate, but we can actually go away from comparison. I think comparison happens when we just don't have that education. We don't have that knowledge. Um, and so that's where it's hard to say no because we don't have a really good reason to. So uh, yeah, so so it's not an easy question. There's no one right answer apart from get educated in your style because that actually gives you, as you start putting outfits together that work for you and you get good feedback, you actually start feeling better in yourself and you feel more confident about your choices. And when you're feeling confident about your choices, which by the sound of it, you're currently not feeling confident about your choices. So when you are feeling confident about your choices, what that does is gives you more ability to say no. Um, because you know that that other thing is not going to be right for you. My last question today comes from Annette, who says, how can I know what pieces go together so I don't have the anxiety of trying on everything in my closet and still feel like I have nothing to wear? Such a common question, such a common issue. It's, and, and honestly, you know what's really interesting is that depends on how your wardrobe has been bought. Now, there's so many different wardrobes and different styles of wardrobes, and I've been into so many wardrobes over the years. And I'll always remember going into one wardrobe where the client said, I've got nothing to wear. And I got in there and I saw this wardrobe full of clothes, and I'm thinking, she's got to have something in here to put together. But what I discovered is she was a hero buyer. So she bought lots and lots of heroes, and nothing actually went together. Now, I had another client who had you know, the same lament. She's, you know, going, I've got nothing in here to wear. I've got lots of clothes, nothing to wear. And I got in there and I discovered her real issue was the principle of volume. And this is one of the principles of coordination. So when you learn these principles of coordination, it becomes easy to put things together. So there are four principles of coordination. There's a the principle of volume, um, related shapes, related lines, and now it's a level of refinement. So there are four principles of uh, coordination. So when you understand these, and I've written lots of blog posts about them, uh, it then actually starts to make it easier to go, well, how do I put things together? Well, I need to think about the principle of volume. So this client, all her clothes were voluminous. Every single garment was voluminous. And it's very hard to put two voluminous pieces of clothing together without swamping you. And the more petite you are, the harder that becomes. When you're very, very tall, you can get away with more, you know, two voluminous pieces of clothing. But for the rest of us, it just swamps us and it doesn't work. 
So the principle of volume says, you know, we want one more voluminous garment with one slimmer garment. And so therefore we can coordinate things more easily. This client, everything was voluminous, so nothing did go together. And one of the things we had to do was go out and shop for slimmer bottoms to go with her voluminous tops and slimmer tops to go with her voluminous bottoms. So, you know, we think about that. We can think about the principle of coordination of related lines. So this is how the lines on garments relate to each other. There's also related shapes. And this is a wonderful thing when we think about how do I coordinate things. It's like, well, how do I coordinate, you know, jewelry and accessories and other elements of design in an outfit? And it's looking at what are the shapes I'm seeing and can I relate those shapes together? So, um, you know, like if I've got a a floral blouse, for example, I may not want to put earrings on that are sharp triangles because they just won't relate to each other. But versus if I look for a hoop or a round earring, that floral blouse and those hoop earrings are going to relate in shape to each other. So this is where we can think about a related shape can be used for so many different aspects of style, like the neckline of your outfit and the the style of a, a necklace. I mean, there's just so many, so many things that really relates to you know putting outfits together uh so kind of getting that you know those related shapes those related lines a level of refinement and this is how you know dressed up to dress down a garment is when we think about our top level of refinement it's much more formal so either formal business or formal evening sort of clothes uh down to our kind of what i call mid-level which is your smart casual to casual but it's never sloppy uh, and, you know, so it's your relaxed business, what most of us wear to work these days, down to kind of just the regular everyday casual. And then we've got what I call that level three, which is outdoor leisure. So if it's something you would wear to do an outdoor leisure activity, it is a level three. Um, and it's how we can coordinate within a level and outside of those levels, but how some levels just don't relate to each other, so shouldn't be put together. So when we're thinking about those principles of coordination, you can find them on the blog. I'll put some links in here afterwards. Uh, you can then understand how to put outfits together. So this, again, too, comes down to knowledge and education. So style education is always the answer. And if, you know, outfits is something that you really struggle with, I do recommend my Outfit Masterclass. It will lead you through understanding more about your personality and how you will want to put outfits together because it's a really personal thing. What works for me is not necessarily what's going to work for you. And because this is personal, I'm working out what is right for you. And I've got a whole really kind of interesting way inside that Outfit Masterclass class that will help you kind of identify the flavors of your outfit and how you want to put them together in a way that is relevant and right for you. So this is where it again, it's always comes down to that style knowledge. It's always comes down to uh, the, what's my question? There it is. Just looking up to make sure there's nothing I have left out of this. Um, yeah. So, so it could be, you know, why you have nothing to wear is actually your clothes don't go together. It could be like my clients who actually had nothing to wear. Um, it could be like another wardrobe I went into where packed full wardrobe, but the majority of everything in there was very formal, formal wear, which wasn't her everyday life. She did do a lot of formal activities, but because that was crowding out the everyday life, then when we actually got all the really formal out into another wardrobe, we discovered there was almost no clothes to wear. And what she did have was almost all worn out. So this is where we've got to figure out, like if your wardrobe is full of things that are, you know, 20 years old and out of date, 
yes, you'll have nothing to wear. You'll have this appearance of a wardrobe full of clothes. But if clothes don't go together for some reason or other, whether it's the one of the principles of coordination, that maybe things are too relaxed, um, you're trying to mix things that just don't go together, colours that don't go together. I mean, all these things. And this is where that value of having a colour palette is so great. And just the, the other day on my Seven Steps Q&A, one of my members said, you know, I just am loving having my palette because now my whole wardrobe goes together. It's really easy to create outfits. And I went traveling recently and it was really easy to pack because I knew that everything was going to work together so I could take less clothes and have more outfits. Uh, so this is always why when we get the right style knowledge, when we start applying those things, the color, the body shape, the personality, all those sorts of things together, it becomes much easier. We stop buying clothes that don't work for our body or don't work for our proportions, um, and it starts making it easier to put outfits together, but we've got to get that style knowledge first. So if you're really keen to stop having these feelings of being frustrated all the time, if you're sick of struggling with your style, I would love to invite you to Seven Steps Style, um, where you will learn all these things and you will discover your palette, you will discover everything. And I get daily emails from women who've just joined saying, I'm already getting so much out of it. It's making a massive difference to my style and wardrobe already. And I've only just started, I've just dipped my toe in. Um, and I think that's what I want. I want to make you feel empowered. I want to make you feel confident. I want to make you feel like the best version of you so that you know you're making the right decisions when you are shopping and making great decisions when you are putting your outfits together. So thank you so much for watching or listening. And I really appreciate your time and hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Inside Out Style with Imogen Lamport. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast for more actionable style and colour tips. And don't forget to visit InsideOutStyleBlog.com where you will discover Imogen's encyclopedia of colour and style advice to help you become your most stylish self. If you're enjoying what's here, please leave a review so we can bring you more of the content that helps you adore your wardrobe more so you can get up, get dressed and get out the door looking and feeling fabulous every single day.